Hi, brothers and sisters. Brother Joe here. Uh, today, they call it Good Friday. But for me, brothers and sisters, it's always been a day of mourning. And it's the black suit. It's the day that my Lord and Savior and yours came down from heaven, incarnated in a human form, to die a painful and suffering death for you and me, so that we live forever and ever if we, what? If we believe that he was the Son of God and that he came and died for our sins and arose after being buried, and then what? We repent our evil ways. We put on the new man or a new uh, woman. Change, renew our mind to where we are approved to be filled with the Holy Spirit and then our Lord and Savior will renew our mind completely. Renew our stony heart into a flesh circumcised heart and fill us with the Holy Spirit. So if that's you, brothers and sisters, we do praise God for what he did, sent his son. We do praise Jesus, Yeshua, for being obedient unto death. But it still should be a sad day for you and me. The Holy Spirit spoke to me today and wanted me to share a message with you. And any time the Holy Spirit speaks to me like that, I never want to misquote God. And so I wrote it down to be accurate, and I will read it to you right now. Yeshua, which is Hebrew for Jesus. Yeshua, Jesus Christ, is the doctrine and the foundation of the kingdom. As God, man, and mediator, the foundation of the covenant of grace, the eternal salvation of faith, hope, peace, joy, his proper deity of his eternal sonship, of his incarnation, Messiahship, his obedience, sufferings, death, and resurrection from the dead. Justified by his righteousness, pardoned by his blood, and anointed by his sanctification. You see, brothers and sisters, it's very important to understand who it is that actually died for you and me and all the sins of the world that the people have committed since Adam till the end, till he comes back. It's very important. And so um, I want to share this with you. I went a couple times to Israel last year. And, you know, I've shared with you before that there's chosen 144,000 Jews are pre-selected by God. He knows who's going to be his followers. And not until those 144,000 have received the Holy Spirit in them, the Lord will make his return and put up his kingdom. And so I was interested, I asked many people, I got different numbers, I got 15,000, I got 20,000, I got 25,000. Recently I actually heard a number of 30,000. But when I visited the churches and I did all my research, and most importantly, when I was in Bethlehem, I met a man named Elijah. And he told me that, you know, 
The problem is it's really less numbers. He even threw out the number 2,000 Messianic, genuine Christian Jews. And he said it was because they will accept that he's the sacrificial lamb. But they won't accept that he is deity, that he's the son of God, that he is equal to God. And remember, brothers and sisters, this is why the Jews, the Israelites, crucified him, had the Romans crucified him. They said he blasphemed because he said he was the son of God. You see? So it's very important. And I'm sure that there's many people that are Christians that are going to church that don't realize it. They just think it's a, it's a, a son from Mary. And he died for our sins. And he's a human, but he's not, brothers and sisters. You see, he came in human form to die that suffering. It had to be a true sacrifice. It had to be real. It had to be painful. You understand? And Jesus himself, Yeshua, the night before he gets arrested, or the night of, he prays earnestly three times. On his knees, on his face, with, with bullets, of, of, of tears like bloods hitting the ground. And he asked the Father, Father, if you can take this cup from me, meaning he wouldn't have to die for us on the cross, to please do it. But he said, not my will, but your will be done. And brothers and sisters, that's what you and I have to do. And whenever you pray, brothers and sisters, always end your prayer with but your will be done, Lord, not mine. Because that's was the mind of Jesus, is to please God and do His will. And you and I have to emulate that. You understand? So we're just going to read a few verses. First, we need to start off with, don't take my word for it, okay? We'll just read uh, in uh, John 1, chapter 1, explaining who it is, who is Jesus. Very briefly. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And He is in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and with Him nothing was made that was made. And we drop down to verse 14. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. The glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. You see, brothers and sisters, it's right there very clear. It's hard to understand. The Trinity is hard to understand. If you look for the Trinity in the Bible, you won't find it. But you will find the Godhead. And that's what it means. The three persons. Okay? The best way to think about it is an egg. You have the shell, you have the white part, and you have the yolk. You have God Father. You have Jesus, Yeshua, second in the Godhead, the Trinity, and the Holy Spirit. All right, brothers and sisters? All right, so with that, it is the day that he, he dies for us. So let's take a look at some scripture. Now, if you are an Israelite, or you know someone who's Jewish who doesn't believe, uh, you don't have to write the scriptures down. I'll put them in the comments in the description. So you can go back and share this with your brothers and sisters because it's clear. The scripture I'm going to read first is written hundreds of years before Jesus, Yeshua, comes and dies for us. And it's very clear that the Lord himself gave him the words 
to write down. So that takes us to the book of Psalms, the old text. Chapter 22, verse 1. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you so far from helping me? I'm from the words of my groanings. Reading from 6 through 8. But I am a worm and no man, a reproach of men, and a despised by the people. All of those who see me ridicule me. They shoot out the lip, they shake the head, saying, He trusted in the Lord. Let him rescue him. Let him deliver him, since he delights in him. Reading 14 through 18. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It has melted within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue clings to my jaws. You have brought me to the dust of death. For dogs have surrounded me. The congregation of the wicked has enclosed me. They pierce my hands and my feet. Are you listening, brothers and sisters? I can count all my bones. They look and share, stare at me. They divide my garments among them. And for my clothing, they cast lots. Now, brothers and sisters, we're going to read in the New Text the Gospel of Yeshua, Jesus, Matthew 27. I want you to listen and you will hear the same prophecy come true. we are reading from verse 27 of chapter 27. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole garrison around him. And they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. But they had twisted a crown of thorns they put it on his head, and a reed in his right hand. And they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hell, King of the Jews. Then they spat on him, and they took the reed and struck him on the head. Can you imagine, brothers, this is our Lord and Savior. He comes in human form to die for us. And they spit on him, and they ridiculed him, and they beat him. And prior to this, they had whipped him whipped him. But you see the obedience unto death. He did this for us. He could have flown away. He could have disappeared, walked. He could have blinded all of them, walked away. But he didn't. He didn't, brothers and sisters. He did when they were going to throw him off the hill in, in Nazareth. He blinded them and walked right through the mist. You see? But he didn't because he was obedient unto death to the Father because it was the Father's will. Amazing grace. And when they had mocked him, they took the robe off him, put his own clothes on him, and led him away to be crucified. Reading from 33 through. And when they had come <clears throat> to the place of Golgotha, that is, the place of skull. Now, I, when I was in Israel, I was taken to the place of the skull. They hadn't discovered it until the 1800s, believe it or not. And you can see on the mountain, 
In the mountain, you can see an image of a skull in rock and stone. And it's outside the city. And in my video, I videotaped from the city walls to Golgotha. And I will find that video and post it. I invite you to look at it. It's, it'll bring tears to your eyes, I'm sure. They gave him sour wine mingled with gold to drink. But when he had tasted it, he would not drink. Then they crucified him and divided his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of by the prophet many hundred years ago. They divided my garment among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. You see, brothers and sisters, it's right there. So share this with any Israelite that you think that, that God puts it on your heart to do that. You see, no one comes to Jesus, Yeshua, unless the Father draws him. That's scripture. And so the Lord will put it on your heart. You're not going to preach to everybody you meet. But God will put it on your heart, who to minister to, and then don't what? Choke the spirit out of you. Don't choke that spirit at all. Speak out boldly. And the Holy Spirit will guide you for that person. And remember this, and you tell them this. Nobody goes in between Yeshua, Jesus, and God. The only way to the Father is through Yeshua, Jesus. Always remember that, brothers and sisters. Now, reading verse 43. They say to him, he trusted in God. Let him deliver him now, if he will have him. For he said, I am the Son of God. See, they didn't believe him. And then in Luke chapter 23, 34, Luke was a witness also. He heard Jesus say, he said, forgive them for they know not what they do. He's talking to the Father. Can you imagine I want you to think, pause. Would you have said that? After being whipped, ridiculed, mocked, thorns on your head, bleeding, struck in the head with a rod, and then crucified with nails in your hands and your feet. Would you have said that? But our loving God did. And let me explain why. You see, He loves the Jews. He loved them then, and he loves them now. Trust me on that. And he knew that they didn't know what they were doing. They crucified him for blasphemy, saying they were the Son of God, saying he was equal to God. But you and I know he was, because he arose, and death had no power over him. Only God could do that, right? So he knew in his heart that they thought he was going to come and build his kingdom, wear a crown, and rule the people. Brothers and sisters, he, he is. They didn't realize that he had to die, be that sacrificial lamb, so that we no longer have to do sacrifices. You understand? They didn't know. So when you share with your brothers and sisters who are Israelites, explain that to him. Explain that to them. 
You understand? So reading from verse 45. Now from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, there was darkness over all the land. In other words, when it was supposed to be light, it was dark. Who can do that, brothers and sisters, but God Almighty? And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama, sabachthani, sabachthani. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So you see, now he's asking the Lord the same, the very first verse we read in Psalms 22. He said the same thing. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? My Father, why have you left me? You see, the Father left him because his heart was broken. To see his only son on the cross with the sins of the world on him. He could no longer bear it. He could no longer look at it. And he departed from Yeshua. He departed out of Jesus' sight. And Jesus is crying in his heart. And in Luke, or actually in John chapter 19, another witness, it's the high Sabbath that day. They didn't leave the bodies up there. So they told the Romans to take it down. So the Romans went to the two thieves that deserved death that day, and they broke their legs. But reading from uh, chapter 19 of John 33 and 34, But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear. And immediately blood and water came out. Blood and water, brothers and sisters. The water came out because Yeshua, Jesus, his heart was broken. Because his father had left him, departed from him. The only time that they've ever been separated and the only time they ever will be. You understand, brothers and sisters? So we will finish with these last few verses. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up the spirit. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom and the earth quaked and the rocks were split. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep, meaning died, were raised, and came out of the graves after his resurrection. After his resurrection, brothers and sisters, because Jesus is the first fruit to die, be buried, and arise. And so it reads, And they came out of the graves after his resurrection. They went into the holy city and appeared to many. So when the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that happened, they feared greatly, saying, Truly, 
This was the Son of God. Amen. There's no doubt. No one in the land doubted at that point. And you should not doubt, brothers and sisters. So I just want to say a prayer before we depart. And uh, I hope that you join me on, on Sunday at Easter. I'll be on uh, live at the same time. Dear Heavenly Father, we humbly come before your throne. We thank you, Father, for sending your only begotten Son to come incarnated in a human form by power of the Holy Spirit to die a sacrifice of lamb, to die a painful, suffering death for us, and then to make us adopted children if we follow you, please you, and do your will. So I pray now, Father, that anyone who is watching today, if they're saved, and they have the Holy Spirit, that you keep evil from them and lead them out of temptation from here to eternity. And I pray that if there's anyone out there that has not received you and they believe today, I pray that they bow their head now and repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe you sent your only begotten Son to die on the cross for me. Please, Father, forgive me for my sins. I promise, Lord, to repent for my sins, to change my ways, and to follow you, to renew my mind, by making proper changes in my life so that you can renew my mind completely. Take this carnal mind away. Renew my stony heart. Make it a flesh, pure, loving heart. And fill me with your mighty, precious Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. And help me to walk every day in the path of Yeshua, Jesus, pleasing you and doing your will. And in all cases, Father, your will be done, not mine. In Yeshua, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, brothers and sisters. Lord willing, we'll all be together in heaven someday.